The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Ketubot has been dedicated by our dear friend Mr. Elliot Shasho. Hashem Yishmineu Vehayehu. May the Zikrut of the Limud of Masechet Ketubot stand for him that he should have Be'ajat Hashem, Ashana Tovam Borechet, Osher Ve'osher Ve'chavod, Shalom Bayit, Ve'atzlacha Be'chol Ma'asei Yadav, and Be'ajat Hashem may he continue to be a supporter of Torah and all holy uh, projects. Amen. Amen. We begin today's Avon Pezayin Amud Bet, and we are three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven lines from the bottom, and we quote from the Mishnah. Let's discuss this case. The case is talking about where the husband comes along and says, "I paid you the ketubah." She's coming along and saying that she didn't get paid, but the witness, the witness is siding with the husband and saying, I saw he paid the ketubah. So he has a witness on his side to say the ketubah was indeed paid. That's One witness is claiming that the ketubah was paid. So the Mishnah said, what? She has to swear in that case. She wants to get paid her ketubah. So the Gemara says, Rabbi Marhama thought to say, Shivu'ah Deoraita. That this Shivu'ah is actually a Shivu'ah Deoraita. That when she's swearing, she's swearing a Deoraita swear. Based on what? Tikhtiv. Lo yakum edehad beish lechol avon lechol hatat. Torah says that one witness is not accepted to incriminate a person on a sin or any type of uh, uh, transgression. Meaning one witness is not believed in Beddin. However, lechol avon lechol hatat udeenokam. Which means you're not believed incriminate that he committed a sin. But he is enough uh, uh, believed to force the person to make a shivu'ah. We have a statement called Anytime two witnesses would be believed to extract money from a person, one witness can obligate him to make a shivu'ah. So therefore, in this case over here, where the one witness is coming along and saying the ketubah was uh, paid. So she has, she has one witness against us, so she has to make a shivu'ah in order to get paid. So it's, seemingly this is a shivu'ah, the oraita. Comes the Gemara and says, Amarava, There's two refutations to that claim. Hada, number one. nishba'in shibat Torah, nishba'in velomishalmin. nishba'at First of all, it's against the regular rules of the Torah. Number one, the shivu'ah of the Torah, a person swears... And what? He doesn't have to pay. Here, she's swearing and taking. So that's different than the regular shivuah of a Torah. Secondly, we learned in yesterday's daf that any time there's a, uh, an outstanding loan and it's pledged to karka, it's on karka, so the Torah never made a person make a shivuah in cases where it's leaned on the karka. You only have to make a shivuah on Mamon, in this case over here, the ketubah is leaned on the karka. So therefore, this is not a shivu'ah, the oraita, for two reasons. Number one, the, the, she, she, she's making a shivu'ah to take money. The Torah shivu'ah is to make a shivu'ah and not give money. And furthermore, there's no shivu'ah in the Torah in a case where there's a shabud on the karkaot. 
it's the Gemara's Elam Aravam, it's Rabbanan. You're right. The Shivua that this lady is making is only rabbinical, only to appease the Da'at of the husband, which means now he has a witness supporting him. So therefore he's, uh, he's uh, now concerned that he really paid the Ketubah in his mind. He's got a witness saying he did it. So they wanted to appease the husband. So therefore the woman has to make a Shivua. But that Shivua indeed is only Midrabbanam. Comes Gebran says... So the papa comes along and says, If the guy's a smart guy, meaning this husband over here, He's able to orchestrate the case where she'll end up having to make a shivu'a de oraita. Which means like this, she says a shivu'a de oraita is different than a shivu'a de rabbanan. Number one, it's mohamur shivu'a. She has to either hold a homash or hefetz in her hand, or she swears on one of the names of Hashem. It's a very, very serious thing. Where a shivu'a de rabbanan, now she says she's just more accepting upon herself the curses or the punishments of a false swear, which is not as severe as making a shivu'a duraita. Look at that she. Uh, if the husband is a smart guy, right, you make a shivu'a duraita with a shem on the one of the names of God, or one of God's names, and you hold the sifr in his hand. Which means the husband is able to orchestrate a case over here if he's smart to get it to make a shivuad or right, and that will protect his uh, position. And you'll see how. Let her, let him take another witness and let him give her the ketubah in front of that witness. According to his opinion, he paid the ketubah already. Let him pay a second time. He goes in front of the, the wife, I'm giving you this ketubah, and one witness is watching. Now what's going to happen? Now, you take the first witness, and you put him with the second witness. And now the two witnesses are going to come to, to get to the bed to you. Correct? And now she's going to come along and say, Hey, uh, you know, I never got paid uh, my ketubah. Say, hey, what are you talking about? We have to have two witnesses over here. Have the first witness of the first ketubah, and the second witness of the second ketubah that clearly say you got paid ketubah. So therefore you cannot have a claim that you didn't get paid your ketubah. There's two witnesses here that say she got paid the ketubah. Oh, and now the husband come along and say, and that first money that I gave you, the first money that uh, I gave you that was a loan, and therefore I'm claiming I want that uh, money back. So he's claiming the the, the first money as well. So she cannot say... Uh, I didn't get uh, paid the ketubah. We took that off the table by bringing two witnesses. So the two witnesses already filed that off the table that she got paid a ketubah. Now already, what is she? Turns into, she, she, the husband saying that, that that first money was a loan. Now pay me back. Now she's shivu'ah uh, de oraita. Because what's a shivu'ah de oraita? It follows the regular laws of a shivu'ah de oraita. She's, she's making a swear in order not to have to pay. Because he's claiming it was a loan, the first money. So the swear is not to have to pay. And it's a loan. Therefore, it's not on karka. And therefore, it follows the laws of the Torah. Therefore, he can bring her to a shivua, the oraita. Comes again and says, what are you talking about? How's that a case? What are you talking about? How do you connect the first witness to the second witness? There's only one witness on each uh, transaction. So she can still uh, just make a shivua, the banana, and, uh, and uh, she can get paid. Which is, she can get paid the uh, uh, the uh, the He's going to end up paying uh, the ketubah again. He'll have to pay a third ketubah. He paid her once, he paid her twice, and now he's going to come along and she's going to come along and say, yeah, listen, I didn't get anything, because only one witness. 
So therefore, this is not going to help him because each witness is, al- is alone on each transaction. Take two witnesses. Use the first guy because anyway, he's, he's, he's important. The first guy because he saw the first transaction. Take him. Take another guy. Two witnesses. Pay her a ketubah again. By paying her a ketubah again, now you take that claim off the table that she cannot say, I didn't get paid the ketubah. So which means what's going to happen? He's going to come along and say the first transaction was a loan. He's going to come to Betty, right? He's going to come along and say, uh, you know, I paid the ketubah. I paid the ketubah. She can't come along and deny it because there's two witnesses that clearly saw the second uh, payment. Which was Lashem, Ketubah. So the husband's going to say, I paid you the Ketubah already. You cannot deny that. Already there's two witnesses. Oh, what about that money that I gave you the first time? That was a loan. Now that loan over there, I want that money back. And therefore what? Make a Shivua. What type of Shivua? Shivua Doraita. Because it's a loan. It's not on Karka. And it's not, if she's swearing in order not to have to pay. Uh, and therefore he'll be able to protect himself. So comes Gabriel and says, Matkif la Rav Asheh. Akati yichulal memar not going to help us. Well, she, she, can, she can still come along and say, there was two ketubot over here. She can come along and say, when the husband's going to say, hey, listen, you got paid the ketubah. I say, I know, I got paid the ketubah. But the first one was also a ketubah. You wrote me two ketubot. Sometimes a lady, she asks her husband to write two ketubot. Why two ketubot? She wants, it's a very big ketubah. A lot of money. So the husband doesn't want to write it in one ketubah because he can't afford to pay it in one shot. So he writes it in uh, two, two, two documents. So what's going to happen over here? The two, two witnesses come in. And the two witnesses come along and say, uh, you know, we saw that the ketubah got paid. She's more than 100%. Uh, he paid me the uh, second uh, uh, ketubah. The husband's going to come along and say, yeah, and that first money that I gave you, uh, that's over there a malveh. Uh, which is the money that, that, that you got is, uh, is a, uh, is, is a halva'ah. And therefore, uh, I want to get paid, uh, I want to get paid uh, back. You, you, you owe it to me. So uh, she's going to come along and say, no, 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 that was... Uh, that was the first ketubah. There's nothing, nothing to talk about. Was, uh, there was two ketubot over there. She, she, she can have that claim as well. Look at Rashi. Yechodal Omar. Yechodal Omar, shtei ketubot ayu. Shtei shtarot ayu li alayk b'peraon arishon i'azati laak ahat v'shniya aheret v'arei ha'ed arishon mi'id sayyah sh'hara'a shtei peraonot l'shem ketubah v'lo l'shem milveh. Which means she's coming along and she uses that one witness now to her benefit. Because that one witness is saying what? I saw the ketubah being paid. So, so you see what's ketubah. So that basically you have the two witnesses that clearly see the second transaction of ketubah. Because he brought two witnesses to see that ketubah is being paid. And you have this one witness that's saying, I saw the ketubah of the first uh, one that, that, that he paid. Right? And he's coming along and saying, he can't come along and say it was a halva'ah. We have one witness already that's, that, that's with her, and she's saying that she didn't get paid yet. So therefore, she just makes a shivua and gets, uh, gets her money back. So this, this solution of it, since she can claim two ketubot, it doesn't uh, obligate her to make a shivua doraita. So the Gemara says, there is a way you can do it. How? And this is the final answer. Uh, if he tells them from the beginning... If the two witnesses know from the beginning that what? He says, listen, I'm going to give her now ketubah payment. And I'm doing this over here because I want to make that first payment that I gave her, I want to turn it into a milveh, I want to turn it into a loan because she's claiming that uh, she didn't get paid yet. So if they know it from the beginning going in the witnesses, now that first witness can't come along and say that he saw ketubah. All he saw is money being paid. He doesn't know what he saw. He just saw that the, the husband gave, gave money. 
So he could, he could say, I, I thought it was a ketubah. But if the husband tells the two witnesses from the beginning that, listen, this is what I'm doing. That money that I gave her originally was not ketubah money. That money I gave her originally was a loan. So now that one witness can, can't come along and say it was ketubah. And therefore, what's going to happen? Let's speak it out. Two witnesses come along, watch the ketubah being paid a second time. Okay, now, now she can't come along and say, I didn't get paid the ketubah. Now she's going to come along and say, yeah, but there was two ketubah. No, now what's the husband going to say? Hey, that first money over there was a loan. And therefore, I want you to pay me back that money. She comes along and says, hey, I didn't get paid uh, uh, for, 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 for my ketubah. There, 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 there were two ketubah over here. Which means this was the, with, with, with two witnesses to testify, that was the second ketubah. And that first one was the first ketubah. Now, the one witness cannot come along and say that what? That yes, I saw the uh, ketubah uh, being paid. Because he knows already that the husband told him from the beginning that this was a loan. And then he's claiming he wants the money back. And then we have to make a shivuah. The oraita. It's a loan, so it's not connected to karka. And it's not uh, 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 considered a... Um, a it's not, it is a shivuah the oraita in the sense because she's going to make a swear and not have to pay. Look at the Gemara. That she that she demora demodalu modalu. He he explained to them. He he um, he revealed to them. Rashi lesadak kamau batay. Told the first two witnesses lefne pera onashni before he paid the ketubah a second time. He says deu shekevar parati lab ketubata befne echad mikem. Hey, listen. You know already one of you guys already. I paid the ketubah in front of her. You saw it. The kofirit and she's denying. So I'm telling you what I'm doing here. He's telling him the plan. I want to pay her again. So I have two witnesses. She can't claim she didn't get ketubah. And now I want to get my money back for the first monies. And I have one witness. Since Rashi says, let's get the right language. Since he... Revealed it to them. Velo la hay kama. Now this witness is not helping anymore. This is a very important point. Why can't she still claim? There was two ketubot over here. Because two ketubot is not a common practice over here. So when she had one witness that was supporting her, okay, so on the miltad lo we'll, we'll hear her out. Now already he dismantled that first witness, the, uh, the, the, the husband, by saying from the beginning, listen, I'm giving you two ketubot, I'm sorry, I'm giving you, you, you I'm going to give the lady your ketubah a second time in front of the, you two witnesses. Okay, you're going to watch me give the ketubah. Why am I doing this? Really, I gave her the ketubah the first time. But what? I know she's going to come along and claim what? I didn't pay. So they will know what I'm doing over here. I mean, this is the ketubah over here. And that first payment over here, I'm telling you, is going to be a, is, is, is a loan. And I want it back. So therefore that witness now cannot come along and say, I saw the ketubah being paid. I, I, the husband clearly told him it was a loan. Okay, good. Now he tells him it's a loan. So then what's going to happen? She comes along in front of the bed thing. What's she claim? I didn't get paid the ketubah. You didn't get paid the ketubah? What are you talking about? I clearly paid the ketubah. The husband comes along and says, Hey, and that first money I gave, I want that back. Make a shivwa. Otherwise I want that back because that's a loan. And she can't, she can't say, well, I got one witness uh, with me that says, no, no, one witness didn't say nothing. One witness is saying that the money was paid, and it, and it was a loan as well. And we're not going to believe her claim when she says, took it to board. You know why? Because it's not a shia thing that, that the person writes, uh, took it to board. Especially one witness is against her. So therefore, in that case, we just have to make a shivwa de uraita. And what is he going to get about a shivwa de uraita? He makes money now. Because even though he paid the uh, ketubah in full, 
at least now he's going to recover, recoup some of the uh, some of his money. So therefore, instead of she's being kofed, uh, so therefore he, he worked it out where he's able to now uh, recoup his money. And therefore, uh, the Gemara says, if he's he'll use this uh, uh, tactic over here in order to to get paid. Comes the Gemara and continues and says, Okay, what did we learn? We have a uh, case over here. If, if a person's uh, going to uh, get paid from Nechassim uh, Meshubadim, she has to make a shivwa. A lady wants to get paid a ketubah. So what does she do? She goes to, to the people that, that bought the properties from the husband, and uh, there's a lien on that property. So she wants to get paid a ketubah, she has to make a swear. What's she swearing? Swear that I didn't get paid. That nobody paid me yet, and I want to get paid my uh, ketubah. So that comes to give gives an interesting case. Tananatam, we learned in the Mishnah, Mishnah's a shivwa. Yetomim, let's say you have the orphans. Yeah, the uh, husband died, now there's orphans, right? Lo which means they will not get paid, actually, they will not get paid only if they make a shivua. Now the question is who they're making a shivua to? Miman. Who, who do they have to make a shivua to? Maybe from the love, which means like this. Let's say the father uh, lent money to somebody. Okay, so the father is a malve, okay, and the one that uh, borrowed the money is called the love. Now what happens? The father died, so the yitumim are now going to the love and saying, hey, "We want our father's uh, money over there." So maybe you're going to tell me that they have to make a shivua to get that money. I mean, maybe they have to make a shivua to the love. We swear that we didn't get paid yet. So the Gemara says, "What are you talking about? Do you two not have to swear to the love?" Hashta avihin shakil belo shivua veinu bishvua. Which means they're not going to be worse than the father. If their father was the actual Malve himself, he can go to the Love and ask for his money back. He doesn't have to swear. So the Yatumim that are assuming the father's position also would not have to swear. So you know what the case is with the Yatumim have to swear? Which means the Yatumim, the Malve's Yatumim, are going to get paid from the Love's Yatumim. It's Yatumim going against. Yetumim. So in that case of it, lo yiparu ela bishwa. In that case, the yetumim have to make a shivua. When they're coming along to say to the yetumim, so they have to come along and say, listen, we, we, we never got paid yet. So the lovez yetumim is going to come along and say, I swear that you didn't get paid yet. Because to the father, they can't do that. But to the yetumim, it's not our uh, loan over. Maybe our father paid you already. So therefore, the yetumim of the malve have to swear to the yetumim of the love that they did not get paid yet. So, Amar of Zerika, Amar of Yehuda, Lo Shanu Eda, this is only said, She'amru Yetomim, She'amru Yetomim, Amar Lanu, that Yetomim said, Kama, Amar Lanu, Abba, our father told us, Leviti Uparati, which means when the Lovez Yetomim come along and say, hey, listen, we spoke to our father about it, he, he agrees that there was a loan over here, but he says, he paid it. Oh, in that case over there, now the Malvez Yutumi have to come along and say, we swear it wasn't paid yet. Aval Amru, but if the Yutumim say, Amalaru Abaloliviti, if the Fide says, our father said there was no loan here at all, Ad Lo Yipar'u, they don't get paid at all. Which is, even if they make a Shivua, they're not going to get paid. Which is, if the Yutumim, if the Lovez Yutumim deny the whole thing in totality, so they don't get paid anything, even with a Shivua. Yeah, but I cannot accept such a concept. Why? Adraba, on the contrary. We have a rule. Whenever a guy claims, I did not borrow money, which there was no loan over here, it's like he's saying, 
I didn't pay. Which means lo viti has the same law as lo parati. And what did we just say by, by lo parati? Lo parati, it seems that what? He should be able to make a shivua and get his uh, and get his money. So Gabbara says, "Ela man hakit." So say it like this. This is the bottom line. Amar of Zidikam of Yudah lo shanu ela. When do we say he has to make a shivua? Meaning the lovez yitomim. They have to make a shivua. She amri yitomim that the malvez yitomim said, "Amalanu Abba leviti uparati." When he comes home, he says, "I agree. There was a loan, but what? Our father says he paid it. Okay, so if you make a shivua." To say what? You didn't get paid to take your money. Abal, Amru. But if the Yitumim said, Amalaru Abal, lo liviti. But if you came along and said there was no loan, nifra'in shelo b'shvu'ah. They can get paid even without making a shvu'ah. Why? Shekol ha'omer lo liviti. And anytime a person says, lo liviti ke'omer lo parati. It's like he's saying, I didn't pay. You didn't pay, so pay us. That's it. Damia, therefore... The, 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 the only time you need a shivua is to say, Leviti, Uparati. However, if they come along and say, Lo Leviti, Lo Leviti is basically saying, I didn't pay. You didn't pay, so pay, pay even without a shivua. So that's the case where the Yetumim are swearing to other Yetumim. That's the cases that we gave above. Yamara continues, quoting from the Mishnah. V'nifra'at shelo b'fanav, lo tipara ila b'shivua. Okay, we learned in the Mishnah that if she's going to get paid a kitubah, shelo b'fanav. For example, I said her husband's overseas, and uh, there was a divorce over here, and now she wants to get paid a ketubah, so she goes to Betty. So, Betty is not going to give her the ketubah unless she makes a shivwa. And normally, if she was in front of the husband, on a regular case, she doesn't have to make a shivwa. No one's contesting anything over here. She gets paid. Masha'en came in the case of Shilobifanav, we say that the lady can only get paid if she is indeed going to make a shivwa. So, comes again, and says, Amar Abaha Sarabira. How they call him Sarabira? That was his, uh, his name, or his title, correct. Comes again, what on says, Ma'aseh by the Fidibi Sadok. There was a story that came in front of the Bisadok, or actually he changed it to Fidibi Yitzhak Be'antokhya. Not the Bisadok, Yitzhak Nafha Be'antokhya. There's a place called Antokhya. Da'amar, and he said like this, Lo shanu ela lichtubat isha mishum hina. Oh, this is the rule over here. That what? That when you make a uh, a lady goes and swears shelo b'fanav to get the ketubah, that's talking about dafka by ketubah mishum hina aval baal chov lo, but a debt no. That's she lo shanu shiur din bedin lenekse adam shelo b'fanav. This that we're saying what that the bedin is going to go into the guy's assets when he's not even around. That's only by ketubah. Why? Because of the hand factor. We don't want the ladies to think it's too difficult to get paid a ketubah because they're not going to want to get married. So therefore, when it comes to ketubah, we try to make things easy. So therefore, even though the guy's not around, the guy comes back home and what happened to my assets? We, 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 paid, we paid him off. We, you paid him off. We, we, without my permission, he's, yeah. When it comes to ketubah, even shlub you pay, but not bal chov. So the guy comes to the debate team, this guy owes me money, here's the start. The guy's out of town. Wait, wait till he comes back. We're not going to take money from a guy that's the first opinion. Even Baal Chov. Guy comes with a star and the, and, and the Lover is out of town. Betty will go into his assets. Why? Exactly. What's each guy going to do? Each Lover is going to take the money. He'll go overseas now. Now the guy can never get paid. And what's going to end up happening? You're going to close the door in front of 
borrowers, which means nobody's going to lend money anymore. Because you put, you, 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 you put, you're putting, you're putting, uh, you're putting the malve uh, in jeopardy over here. Because every malve, you can make a rule, can only get paid when the uh, when, he, when he's around. But you cannot take the money from the malve unless he's there. Good. So what did he say? He knows that that's coming up in a couple of days. Takes the all his money. He goes to Midratayam. Now the malve comes to Betin. Hey, I want, uh, I want to get paid. I'm sorry, you got to wait. He's uh, he's overseas. Uh, where's his assets? He took all his assets with him. So you know what the guy, you know what the is going to say? I'm never lending anybody any money anymore. This is uh, no good. So Varavah says, even by a Love, if the guy's not there, the Malve can extract money. So this, so, so this doesn't, so this doesn't run into a problem over here. Now the Gevarah goes to the last part of our Mishnah. Let's just review the last part of the Mishnah. That's what the Gevarah says. Mishnah Onomer, Kozman Shetobat Ketubata. Okay. Rabbi Shimon said a cryptic statement at the end of our Mishnah. He said like this, anytime the lady is claiming the ketubah, he swears. Anytime she's not claiming the ketubah, she doesn't swear. Now we didn't know exactly the context of that statement. He says it's a vague statement. When she's claiming, who, what are we talking about? Which case are we talking about? When Rabbi Shimon is giving a hiduk, tovat ketubata, yes swear. Ena tovat ketubata, no swear. To who? To what? What's the, what's the uh, scenario? So the Gibraltar is going to analyze it. Basically what the Gibraltar is going to do now is it's going to give three different approaches how to learn the Bishamon. It's going to reject them and give a final answer. So we have to learn what the potential answer was and then see exactly how the Gemara rejects it. Good? Let's start the first one. Rabbi Shimon Ahaya. Where is he? Where, where, where is he going on? On which case? First answer. Amar says, What's going on the Tarakama statement that we just learned? That when he's, she's getting a ketubah, she has to make a shivuah. So Tarakama says, This doesn't only apply to ketubah, but applies to mezonot also. Let's review the case of mezonot. When a lady's married, the husband has to give her mezonot, has to feed her. Right? So usually, he allots certain monies, he puts it aside in order for her to eat uh, mezonot. Now let's say, the husband went to Medina Tayyam. They're married. Husband went to Medina Tayyam. Now she comes to the bed and says, listen, you didn't leave me uh, money for uh, mezonot over here. So she wants to take, she wants Betin to, you know, sell some assets, so she can have some uh, liquid to have uh, mezonot. So Tarakama says, that what? That also she's gonna have to make a shivua, which means you wanna you wanna take mezonot shalom befanav. The guy's gonna come back. All of a sudden, all the assets are sold. You have to make a shivua as well. That you didn't get paid. He didn't leave you any money when uh, before he left. Okay, so according to Tanakama, lo shena ketuba, lo shena mezonot shalom befanav. She must make a shivua. So comes Gemara and says the after Rabbi Shimon the Memar, and to that Rabbi Shimon comes along and says. You have to change that word Yurshea to Yurshim. Because we're not talking about her inheritance. If she's claiming Ketubah, Yurshim Mashmi'inota. No problem. You want to claim Ketubah, then she has to swear. Meaning she's not Tovaya Ketubah. What is she Tovaya? Mizonot. And Yurshim Mashmi'inota. Good. So therefore, they want to say that the Hiluk of Rabbi Shimon was talking about what? Ketubah Mizonot. If she's Tobat Ketubah, what's the deen? Make, the Yorshim are going to make us swear. If she's only claiming uh, Mazon, 
she gets the mazon uh, without a without a problem. So comes the Gemara and says, and what is it based on this machloket between Tarakama and Rabbi Shimon? Become a palge, be fluktad, the Hanan, or bnei Kohanim, gedolim. The machloket is based on a Gemara later on. It's about the kufdalid between Hanan and bnei Kohanim, gedolim. That's the shita. What, what did the shita say? It's none. We have a mishnah later on. Me sharach l'minat ayam. A guy went overseas. The ishtot to ba'at mezonot. And the lady's coming to bed and say, listen, he didn't leave me any uh, money for uh, mezonot. Hanan Omer, tishaba besot velot tishaba betchila. Hanan comes along and says, you know what? Don't make a swim. Let her just give up. Sell off uh, assets and let her eat the, um, let her get mezonot without making a shivu'ah. Why? Because anyway, she's going to make a shivu'ah le besot. What's the shivu'ah le besot? Let's say she gets divorced. Right? In the event that she gets divorced, what's going to happen? She's going to come along and have to make a swear what? That she didn't get any monies for the ketubayat. Now that's going to cover if she got any monies extra from Mizonot, and she didn't spend them for Mizonot, that's going to go towards her ketubah. Which is, Hanan says, will settle the Mizonot factor later on. Right now, when she's coming from Mizonot during the marriage, she doesn't have to make a shivuah. Give her. Give her money. Okay, now let's say, let's say she took extra. Let's say. Let's say she, the husband left her with money, and uh, she took advantage, she ended up taking a little extra, they sold some assets, now she gets cash, she has extra money. Good. Hanan says, don't worry about it. This is going to come back, she's going to end up having a swearing on this. Why? Besoth, in the event that they get a divorce now, now she wants to get paid a ketubah from the, uh, or the husband dies, or the husband's out of town, I'm sorry. She wants to get paid now the ketubah. What is she going to have to do? Make a shivuah. What is she make a shivuah? Shivuah, I didn't get paid anything yet towards the ketubah. Well, now, if there was money there that uh, she took from his own art, so that's already going to go towards our ketubah. So the Hanan holds, it'll be settled later. You don't have to make a shivuah in the mizonot now. However, b'nei kohanim gedolim amru tishabah b'tchalah b'sof. They say, no, 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 no. You swear in the beginning when you want your mizonot, and you swear at the end when you get paid the ketubah. Rabbi Shimon kehanan rabbanan b'nei kohanim gedolim. So the kibbutz is very simple. I'll say that Bishwan's following Hanan. That what? That a Mizonot, you don't have to make a Shivu'ah. On Ketubah, you do. And Tanakamaos, like Bene Kohanim, Gedolim. Now, let's, let's read this case now in Rashi. The Rashi's for this case, incidentally, are in the Amud Rishon. The Rashi's are not now concurrent with this Gemara. You gotta go back to the Amud Rishon. And look at, um, look at Rashi. Tishabah Besof. It's uh, one, two, three, four lines after they get wide. Tishabah Basof is Hanan's opinion. Kishitit Almen, right, when she becomes a widow, or Titgarish, Vititbak, Tishabah, Shelo, Igbab, Biyadam, Mishel, Ba'alaklum. She'll make a swear at that point, no monies are in my, uh, in my possession. So, which is the Mizonot, anyway, she's gonna have to swear on later on, when she swears that she didn't get paid anything towards her. Ketubah. So therefore, according to Hanan, don't worry about the, the Mezunot. Give her Mezunot immediately. Because anyway, in the case of a divorce, what's going to end up happening? She's going to have to swear anyway that she didn't get paid anything. And therefore, if she took anything illegally, she's going to make a shivuah at that point. Kohanim, let me say, what are you talking about? We're not going to take that risk over there. You've got to make a shivuah in the beginning. The Pisuk Mezunot. In the beginning with the Pisuk Mezunot. So the Gibran would say, that's the Mahlokat. The Gibran it doesn't make sense now, Mishnah, to learn that way. Why? Oh, so the Gemara says, Matkif la Rav Sheshat. Rav Sheshat asks another question. He says like this, Hay yurshin mashpi'in ota, vitin mashpi'in ota mif'ilin. 
The language, the language of this statement doesn't make sense. Because what was the statement over here? The way he said it is, the Mishnah says, the, the, the inheritors of the husband. What do you talking inheritors? The husband's still alive. When we're talking about mizonot, the husband just went out of town. So who's, who's she claiming mizonot from? From Betim. What, what did the Yerushim got to do with anything over here? The language of the Mishnah doesn't make sense according to this theory. Otbam. Husband went out of town. She's coming now. Hey, I didn't get mizonot. Who's she going to claim mizonot from? Betim. Not the inheritors. So therefore, the language of the Mishnah, the Bishwan says, Yerushim... Make a make a shivwa. What would Yorshim of it? The inheritors, the no inheritors. The guy's still alive. So the language of the Mishnah Yorshim does not fit in with this theory. So therefore, we have to break the theory, go back to the uh, uh, understanding. How? What is the Mishnah talking about? Okay, what is the Mishnah statement? If she's claiming ketubah, she makes a shivwa. If she's not claiming ketubah, she doesn't make a shivwa. Ahiyah. Where is that uh, going on? So the Gemara gives another answer. Answer number two. Ela, Amar of Sheshat, Aha, it's going on the end of the Mishnah. What is at the end of the Mishnah? Halcham Keber Ba'ala Lebet Abiyah. Okay, we have a case, husband died, so she went from the Keber back home. She goes back to her father's house. Or, Shehazal Lebet Hamiyah. Or she stayed by her father's house. Velon Nachita Putropiyah. But she didn't become an administrator on the husband's assets after death. She's not in charge of the assets anymore. So what's the deen? Ena Yoshimash Prainota. Well, the Yorshim have no right now to make her make a shivat. Swear that you didn't steal any of the assets. She says, what are you I'm not enough putropos anymore. So she doesn't have to swear. But if she does become an putropia, meaning after her husband says she's still managing the monies, Yorshim must be in ota ala atid lavon. We said that the Yorshim are able to make her make a shivat on going forward. But they cannot make her make a shivat on the... Pass on the stuff that was on the husband's uh, 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 jurisdiction when he was alive. The Yerushim have no right to swear. It wasn't yours to, to, to make us swear. Swear that when my father, when you were watching my father's stuff, that you didn't take anything. She comes. I have to swear to you. That wasn't your stuff. That you can make me swear. But now that it's your stuff, and I'm being the administrator, you, she, she, she can make her make a shiva. What type of shiva? She have the potropos. Good. And now the Bishimon comes along and says, on that case. So long as she's claiming the ketubah, the yurshin, make a swear. But when she's not claiming the ketubah, the yurshin do not make her swear. What is this talking about? So the Gabbara is going to explain. This is going back to Mahlokit between Abba Shaul and the rabbis. That we learned. Ditnan, we learned earlier. Apotropos sheminahu avi. Actually, we didn't learn this case. It's a new case. Apotropos sheminahu avi yitomim. Okay, let's say you have an apotropos that the father of the yitomim appointed. The father, before he died, he knows he's going to die now. He has yitomim going to happen over here. So he wants somebody to, to be in charge of the uh, estate. So if the father of the Yetomim appointed the Apotropos, Yeshava, in that case over there, the Yetomim can make him swear that he did not steal anything. Minahu, minuhu, betin. But if betin appointed the Apotropos, lo Yeshava. Abba Shaul omed, Hilufa devarim. Abba Shaul says the exact opposite. 
מינו בית דין יישבע, מינו אבי יתומים לא יישבע. Who appoints the, depending on who appoints the apotropos, that's going to make a difference if the Yitumim are able to be mashbiya them or not. One shita says, the father appoints it, no shivua. If the betin appoints it, they can't make him make a shivua. And, and the other shita says, tapas. Now what's the rationale behind this mahloket? So let's read Rashi. And again, Rashi, we still got to go to the uh, Amud Lishon. So look at the bottom Rashi. Bottom Rashi. Bottom Rashi. Bottom If the lady is claiming her ketubah, yurshin mashbeinota. Good. We know that the lady has to make a shivua to the yotomim. That what she did not get paid. Shelo ekba mishlein lagad mitat avin klum kedin haba liparamik siyotomim. Good. So we have no problem with that part of the mishnah. Haba liparah ketubata. You're still able to be mashbiyah. Oh, but what's the second part? When it comes along, if they're not coming for a ketubah, what are they coming for? They're coming for, uh, she's an apotropos. Okay? She's uh, uh, watching the uh, estate. And who appointed her? According to the Mishra'on. So the, the Gemara says, if you read the Gemara one line further, That what? That if the father appointed the apotropos, lo yishava. So the case is talking about like this. The father died. Before he died, he told the wife, I want you to be in charge of the estate. The law is according to Abba Sha'ul, which the Bishmon subscribes to Abba Sha'ul, that when the father is the one that appointed the apotropos, the children cannot make her swear. The children can only make swear according to Abba Sha'ul if the betin appointed the apotropos. So therefore, that's what the Mishnah was coming to say. The Mishnah was coming to argue with Tanakamah. Because Tanakamah is saying, when the father appoints the Apotropos, they are like the other Shita that says, what? That's the case where you make them swear. Where there's, to make the Apotropos swear. Where Abashul says, no, when the father appoints the Apotropos, the opposite, you don't make them swear. We're going to see the logic right now. I'm just giving you the skeleton. Again, the Mishnah came along now and said, what? The Mishnah said, when she's coming to get a Ketubah, make a swear. We didn't make us swear. The Yorshim are going to make her swear that you did not get paid the ketubah. That's not a problem. What's the case where the Bishamon says no shivua? when she's not coming to get paid ketubah? And what is she coming to get paid? She's a potropos. How is she a potropos? The father died. Before he died, the father appointed her, you now are going to be in charge of the estate of the Yatomim. And Abbas Shaul says what? When the father appoints, the Yatomim have no right to challenge her. Now, why are we assuming that that's the case in the Mishnah? So the Mepharshim say because usually Betin does not appoint a lady to be an apotropos. So therefore the assumption is that we're talking about a case where the father must have appointed because Betin would not have done such a thing. And that's the Mahalutin Tanakama and Rabbi Shimon. Tanakama says when the father appoints, that's a case where the Yorshim can make us swear that she didn't steal anything. And Rabbi Shimon says what? That's a case where... You don't make. They're not allowed to make. Now, what's the logic? Now, we have to see the logic. So, look at the top of that sheet. Ena tovat ketubata, ene roshim esprinota. Mishum shavuat apotropeset. Dehav yela apotropos sheminao avi yetomim. When the father appoints the apotropos, Svira le lo yishavah ke'aba sha'ul. 
תמר חנופה דברים, וטעמיו, what's the reason? בפרש בגיטין, בפרק הנזקין. רבנן סברי מינוהו בית דין, the rabbi is all like this, when the בית דין appoints the אפוטרופוס, לא יישבע, why? תמכן ממנע ולא אבי אפוטרופוס, הוא יהיה בחשדין עליה. which means, listen, we know human nature. Nobody's going to want to take the job. If they're going to know that what? That they're going to be suspected, that this apotropos, the, the Yutumim, is going to make them swear, swear to me he didn't steal anything. So Betty's going to come along and say, we need you to be apotropos, do me a favor, we're not taking the job. Because we don't want to be uh, second guest now, we have to make shivuot all day long. So therefore, according to Tanakama, when apotropos is appointed by Betty, lo yishava. Aval, minau avi Yutumim, but according to Tanakama, if the Hashia na'amud bet. But when the Adi of the Yatomim puts the Apotropos, Lom Mimna, he's not going to not take the job. You know why? The Elav David Hanaam Mine Bahayav, Loavam Mimnele. Why does a guy choose a certain guy as Apotropos? Because the father must have done the Apotropos a favor in his life. And now he's calling back his favor. Do me a favor. Could you, could you administer the, uh, the assets? So the guy's not going to get scared away if he has to make shivuot, because he's doing it really as a, as a payback. So therefore, Tanakama's logic is again, when the Betin appoints the Apotropos, no shivuot. Why? Because no one's going to take the job otherwise. But when the father appoints the Apotropos, take the job, because he's, not, he's taking the job anyway, only because of the, he's paying back the father, because he must have done him, uh, uh, the father must have done him a favor, so the shivuot's not going to scare him off. Continue to see, Baba Shaul Savar, the opposite. מנהו אבי יתומים, ידעת משפיעי לממנע ולא אבי אפוטרופוס. Listen, he says the opposite. If the father is appointing the apotropos, and the apotropos, I got to swear, to me fair, I'm not taking the job. אבל מנהו בטין, אפגרתי ידעת משפיעי לנלא ממנע דחשיב נאי לגבי דמהמן נאו לבדינה. It's a status to be appointed by בטין. When a guy comes along and is appointed by בטין, listen, בטין says, we want you to be the apotropos of the properties. The guy says, oh, שוב, בטין, trust me. So therefore, he doesn't care if he has to make a shivuah. So that's the machlok between Abba Shaul and Chachamim. So we want to apply that same machlok to our Mishnah. Again, what's the machlok in the Mishnah? So read the Mishnah like this. Tanakama says now Mishnah, Mashbi'inota. What do you mean Mashbi'inota? You make a swear in this case. Because what's the case talking about? She's not coming for Ketubah. She's coming now for Tepotropos. Husband died, she said, Ketubah. Everybody agrees to make a swear. That's not the case. She has the, uh, she's the potropos, the husband appointed her right before death. She's watching the assets. Tanakama says, oh, the father appointed you the apotropos, the husband appointed you a potropos. The Yatumim have a right to make you swear. Because they hold like the Tanakama of the Lady Mishnah. However, according to the Mishimon, he says, no, 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 no. If the father appointed the, the wife, the husband appointed the wife to be the apotropos, in that case over there, you do not have to make a, a shivwa. Because he holds what? When the father, when the husband appoints the uh, potropos, when the father appoints the potropos, there's no shivwa. The Yatumim cannot uh, make the shivwa. So that's what it means. Uh, if there's no ketubah, if it's in a potropos situation, in mashbi'in ota. That means the Bishamon holds like Abba Sha'ul, that when the father appoints the apotropos, the Yatumim cannot make the apotropos swear. To that, the Gibraltar is one question. Gibraltar says, very nice. It makes sense the way you said it, but one problem.
So I'm just going to read that inside the Gemara. The Gemara says, I'm starting from the Ela. I'm just going to read the whole thing. Ela. Amar of Sheshat. Aha. Halcha mekever ba'la lebet abiyah. O she'azra lebet hamiyah v'lo na'asit apotropiyah. En ha'yurshim ha'shpe'in ota. V'im na'asit apotropiyah. If she becomes an apotropos, yurshim ha'shpe'in ota. That's they make him swear. Minuhu betin, betin was appointed the apotropos no yishav because otherwise the guy's not going to take the job. Abashu says the exact opposite. Omir chelufa devarim. Minu betin yishava because he'll take the job because Tim is a status anyway to take the job because Hashu the betin trusts him so you don't care if he has to make shivuot. Minuhu abi yitomim no yishav. But if the father appoints no yishav. Rabbi Shmuel kabashaul the rabbanan kerabbanan. Very good. Kabra has one question. However, matkif la abaye. Hai kozman shetovaat ketubata im tovaat mev'e'le. Everything's fine, but the language of the Mishnah doesn't fit in. The language of the Mishnah would have been nice if it would have said, im tovaat ketubata, if she's being tovaya the ketubah, she has to, she's obligated to make a swear to the Yetomim. However, im ena tovaat ketubata, she doesn't have to uh, make a uh, swear because, like we said, according to Abba Shaul, the apotropos that's supported by the father does not have to make a swear. If the, if the word im was said, but it doesn't say that, it says kol zeman. So long as she's uh, claiming kitubah, uh, she has to make a swear. So, what's the problem with that lashon? So, that she says, Look at Rashi Dibura Matheel. Right, hai kol zeman. Hai kol zeman, bitmiyah. Ho'il v'Rabbi Shimon lekola lekola mai kol zeman im tovat mevile, aval kol zeman mashmad l'shamel etrekma depatala mishma afilu tovat ketubata. V'amad iu kol zeman tovat ketubata lo tefterena, which means like this. By him saying any time she's asking for the ketubah, she has to uh, swear. What the Tanakh was saying differently? By saying kol zeman any time, especially that you heard from Tanakhama that if she's claiming ketubah, she doesn't have to swear. That's not so. Even Tanakabas is what she's claiming in the Ketubah. It sounds like from the word Kol Zeman that Abishwan's coming to be more Mahmil in Tanakabah. Kol Zeman, Shetubat Ketubata. What, did I say anything different? So therefore the language should have been a Kula language. What would the Kula language be? In Tovat Ketubata, if she's claiming the Ketubah, which is, I agree with you, Tanakabah, Shavua. But if she's not claiming the Ketubah, and all it is is over here, and a Potropos situation, in a Mashbi'ah. But when you say... So long as she's claiming ketubah, she has to swear. Hey, so I, I, wasn't, arguing, I wasn't arguing with you. The kol zeman is master that the beast wants coming. Lahmir. Again, by him saying, listen, I'm arguing you, Tanakam. And I say, so long as she's claiming ketubah, she has to make a shivwa. Did I say anything different like that? So, as if you're coming to be more mahmir than me, I also agree with you. The beast coming to be more mekel. He's coming on the ketubah, we agree. Everybody agrees when she's coming to claim the ketubah, she's making a shivwa to the uh, Yorashim. The questions of here when she's an apotropos, appointed by the father. There, Tanakama says, no, no, apotropos, still has to swear. Because I hold like Tanakama that says, when the father appoints the apotropos, she starts the obligation to swear. To that, the Mishra comes along and says, no, I hold the free. So the language does not work according to this, to this shita. So the Gemara has to give a final answer. Gemara continues. Uh,
So Baye gives the final answer of where the Bishimon's statement in the Mishnah is going back on. That if a lady is Tobat Ketubah, she's asking for the Ketubah, so then the Yoshim have the right to make her swear that she didn't get paid yet. But if she's not Tobat Ketubah, then the Yoshim do not make her swear. So Abaye explains where that's going back on. Aha, it's going back on the following part of the Mishnah. Katav la neder which is actually the first portion of the Mishnah. Which means he wrote, let's say, If he says in the beginning of the marriage, I'm not going to make you swear, so then the law is he cannot make a swear in any of these things. Well, let's say he makes the most explicit stipulation that I am not going to obligate you to swear, nor my Yorshin, uh, nor anybody that comes uh, uh, in place, and uh, I'm not going to make you swear um, uh, not to you and not to anybody that comes into your, your place as well. So then the law is, he re- uh, removes himself from the right to make a make a shivua, nor his narrators cannot make a Make her make a shivua as well. Ve'lo abayim birshuto. Lo he, not to her. Ve'lo diyosheha, not to her. In our tools. Ve'lo abayim birshuta, not to those that take her place. That was about the case where she sold, let's say, the ketubah to somebody else. So therefore, that's the shita of Tarekamam. That if he makes the tonight, that's it. The shivua is off. He cannot make, he cannot make her make a shivua. Oh, and that Abishwan enters. That that Abishwan the memar. Abishwan comes along and says... Doesn't matter. Even if the stipulation was made, the Yorshin still have a right to make her swear before she gets the Ketubah. And who is us following? And the argument is based on a Shita that we learned earlier. Of Abbas Shaul, Ben Imam Miriam and the Rabbis. Rabbi Sharon, Kabbas Shaul, that said what? We learned earlier that he said, the Rabbis made a takana that Yorshim always are able to make the lady swear. Even if he stipulated, we don't care about his stipulation. And therefore, Rabbi Shimon that says, even if there was a stipulation that he's not going to make us swear, not her and not the Yorshim, doesn't matter. Hachami made a takana anytime she comes to collect the ketubah from the Yorshim, there is indeed, yes, Shavua. The Rabbanan, the Rabbanan, and the Rabbis are like the, the, the themselves, or the Shitav the Rabbanan, that will say what? That, no, if there's a stipulation, it removes them from the Shavua. So that's the Mahlokit. The Gemara says, Matkif Lada Papa. So the Papa lists one more question on the subject. Good. So now I understand what the Bishimon said. If she's Tobaya Ketuba, so therefore she swears, which means she has to swear. I understand the That's where the Mahlokit is. However, Ena Tobaat Ketubata, Michael Mimar. But what do we need the second part of the Bishimon's statement? And if she's not Tobaya Ketuba, so she doesn't swear. But uh, of course, what's the, the Hiddush is when she's Tovat Ketuba. That she's he's arguing on Tarakama. But what do you have to tell me the Sefa in a Tovat Ketuba? That she doesn't swear. Of course, in a Tovat Ketuba. What's the Hiddush in that? Gabriel says, Ela, Amara Papa la Puke, Medrbi li Aezer, Umahlukto. The Papa comes and says, Don't we need that statement as well? Maybe she is coming to exclude the Shitabri li Aezer. 
and those that argued. We learned in the uh, previous case, uh, in that part of the Mishnah, that the husband is allowed to be mashbiyah as well if she's apotropia. Mm-hmm. Meaning she's like the administrator on certain uh, uh, assets of the husband over there. Anytime he wants to make a swear that he didn't steal anything, he's able to do such a thing. And this is exactly what the Bishamon comes to say, that so long as the lady is not being toveya. Ketubah, so there's not a ketubah issue over here. So the Yorshim are going to be, the Yorshim will not be able to be Mashbiyahar. The Apukem, it'll be Lazar. Because remember, the Lazar held that even if a stipulation was made when it comes to, uh, let's say, her spindle and her uh, dough and things like that, she's still able to, she's still, she's still obligated to make a. Shavuah. So when the Bishavuah comes over and says, if there's no Ketubah, so all the discussion of viewers that say swearing on the Apotropos, well, if he made a condition when he got married, that I'm not going to make you swear, so therefore he removes himself from that swear as well on, on the Apotropos, on, on the fact, on, on the administrator. Administration. Now, Pukeh, the Bil Azar, they came along and said, no, that he has rights to be Mashpiyah, uh, nonetheless. Now let's read all this in Rashi. Mm-hmm. We're going to start as she's Ela Amarabaye. It's way up there, uh, like uh, towards a little above the middle of the uh, column of Rashi's. Ela Amarabaye. Adesha Palik. The Amar Katav la Nidrushpoa, Diftura, Minashivwa, Afilukishin Frat, Maniyatomim. Quote the Tarakama, even if she's getting paid from the Yatomim, doesn't matter. Since he said, Loli, Veloli, or she, there is no Shivwa. The At, that we show on the Memar Kozemacha, Tovatke to Batame, no. What she is being to Vedic to buy from the Mashbirin or Taka Bashul Beni Mamriam. The Mali Ayla Valmaise, Shiramru, that was a Bashul statement. What do you want me to say? The rabbis already proclaimed, Habali Paramasir to him, Do ye para Ela, Bishwa, Upadik Rabana Ale, the Bashover, Bishon Kabashover, the Banit Kabana, that's the Shita over there. Kabashati Nakozemach Tovat, Atal Apukem the Banan. I understand the first part of the Bishimon that says what? All the time that she's to buy the Ketubah, so it's coming to exclude Rabana Ali, Apishwa, Kabashover, Bishon 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 Kabashover, which means when he says there's no shivwa, who's he coming to exclude? Which is, don't think that he's only discussing that part of the Mishnah Where the guy says to the wife That the Shivwa, I'm removing myself uh, from it And therefore I'm not going to be uh, um, uh, That's the that's the of the Bishwan statement The Bishwan statement of Tobat Ketua is going back on that point And saying what, even if he makes a uh, 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 tonight, that he's not going to make a make a shivua. Still, the yitomim have a right to make a shivua. That's the first part of Rishon's statement. However, but really, he's going back on the whole entire case. If you remember, we learned that Rabbi Rabbanan said, "Must be said that both agree that he can make her make a swear if she's not put to the priya. So long as she didn't. Uh, he didn't take himself away from the ability to mashbiya. He can be mashbiya so long as she's not put up. 
Tiviat Ketubatara, even not at the time of the Tiviat Ketubah, Stam during the, the marriage, he could make uh, a Shavuah. The Impatam and the Shavuah, but if he said, I'm not going to make you swear, Afilu Yorshir in Mashpinotam, Kishinifraat, Mehim, which is, once he makes such a, such a, 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 a tonight, then even the Yorshim do not have a right to make a Harmaker Shavuah. Kedamar, Kedektari, like we said, Nedrushma, any leave, and all the Yorshim, and all that, so then the Yorshim also don't have a right. That to be shown in Memar, because they might just talk about Yorshim which means now the Yorshim cannot make her make a shivwa on the things that she was in charge of. Even if he didn't put her from the shivwa, like we learned to quote the Tanakama, because the things that, that she was administrating during her life that have nothing to do with the Yatomim. They were with the Yatomim's Assets at that time that they could make her make a shivwa on it. They let the Rabbi Ezra Machlok to them be mashpiyah because they might cheat. There's a quote to Rabbi the Ezer. He held they could be mashpiyah because they might cheat. So therefore, he's arguing on the B and the Ezer. Even if he didn't make a stipulation, the Yorshim have no rights to make her swear on the apotropos uh, situation that she had during Hayabala, uh, as we said. That, that says he indeed or she, uh, they indeed can make her make a shivwa. Baruch Adonai Amen